millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to a Character Unlock special for E3. You may have heard us previously talk about how we were going to do, you know, little podcasts about the various presses that go on this weekend. But this is going to be the first one, all about the EA Play. I'm John Miller, hosting with my good buddy, Andrew Brooker. How are you, Brooks? Sorry, mate. <laughs> that entertaining, wasn't it? That, that is about... <coughs> Shit. That joke repeated on me. <coughs> yes, Fuck. it did. That's what you get for trying to be clever. <clears throat> Shit. Right. No. Yes, I am all right. But no, I. That thing put me into a series of mini comas. Uh. Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm just. <laughs> I hope that's not indicative of what we are letting ourselves in for for the rest of this long ass weekend. Yeah. You know. You and pretty much everybody that listens to this knows my opinion on all things like British football. Am I supposed to know who the men in blazers are? I've no idea who the fuck the men in blazers were. They I, they, they, they look like budget Chuckle Brothers. I didn't even realise they were a thing. And I'm pretty sure that they only do FIFA football games in whatever it is that they fucking do. But they somehow have, you know, actual celebrities turn up. I, I'm pretty sure in the little sizzle reel they actually had Terry Crews. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> How do two random bald guys from where, middle of middle of fuck nowhere London get Terry Crews wearing an Arsenal shirt? God. Yeah. Mate, it makes my head hurt just thinking about it. Yeah. Anyway, on to what is going to be hopefully a short show. Yeah. Should we start with what we saw in the little sizzle reel that they put out? More of what essentially was uh, last year's E3 presser? I, I said, yeah, if I played the sizzle reel from last year's EA Play thing by mistake, would anybody actually notice? I know I probably wouldn't have done. <laughs> so yeah, go on now. Let's, let's go through the, the sizzle reel. What did we get? We got... Madden. Madden. FIFA. FIFA. Battlefront. Yep. Battlefield. Yep. Um, need for Speed. Yeah, Need for Speed. NBA. Was that in there? I think it was. I wouldn't have guessed it was watching it before they talked about it, though. But yeah, I think that was. Probably was. Uh, I, that's probably it, actually. Okay. That's, but that pretty much sums up what we got from the show as well. Well, yeah. So the this little scissor reel was exactly that. It was a precursor to what they were going to show us in the next hour. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then after that, we got the, the a group of England New England Patriots fans playing drums. 
I don't even know if they were fans. They were just they were a, just guys. A, in, a band wearing number Patriots. twelve shirts. Not just Patriot shirts. All of them were wearing number twelve shirts. So there was about fifteen Tom Brady's in Hollywood. Even as a genuine one hundred percent diehard Patriots fan, I was really fucking embarrassed. I was <laughs> embarrassed for them and their silly little drums. Yep. So that was how they decided to introduce Madden, and then they followed up Madden's introduction by giving us Long Shot. <sighs> what did you think? Oh, for fuck's sake. Just for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember when we watched the EA Presser last year and, and the whole Alex Hunter thing was out, or was revealed. And I saw no actual positive coverage of Alex Hunter and I can't remember the name of the story mode for FIFA. Journey. The Journey. (laughs) The Journey. Yep. So you mustn't ever stop believing. Um, No. (laughs) So yeah, but I remember watching that and going, no one wants that. And I'm almost certain no one played it. I played it. I finished it. Was it uh, good? To be fair, I'm going to, you know, counter-argument your no one played it. There was a reward at the end of the journey which gave you an Alex Hunter Ultimate Team card. And I've played against at least nine people who've had that card in their squad. So ten people have played the journey. Yep. <laughs> ten people have finished the journey. <laughs> okay, I don't know. So maybe it's unfair that... I say no one wants it, but I, I saw nothing positive about it when it was released, and I saw I saw no one say it was a must-have feature. You know, you didn't have to play it if you didn't want to. So, who then thought it was a good idea to put that in all of their other sports games? It was. It's like when they put Frostbite into Rory McIlroy. You knew that was the first step to putting Frostbite into all other sports titles. This time round, they decided to go. We'll put it. We'll put the journey into the biggest franchise and then see how it does. And clearly, several people played it. Yeah. Because I think they did a couple of random stats later on in the in the in the journey segment. And apparently Alexander scored some, like, three-point-something million goals. So they thought, you know what? We will uh, we will make people that play Madden do it as well. Let's see how many touchdowns this guy, whatever his name was, Wade? Something Wade. I don't know. I'm pretty sure his dad was being played by Mahashala uh, Ali. I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce his name. I, the guy from I don't know. Moonlight. I don't know how, don't know how to pronounce it, but yeah. Yes, it certainly looked like him, but to be fair, I did spend an awful lot of time looking at my laptop, typing snarky tweets while shit like that was on. So <laughs> That was the whole point, wasn't it? Well, it was. This is kind of why you need to host this one, because you were paying, you should have been paying more attention to it than me. And, and it's why we're going to struggle, because I just realised that means I'm going to have to pay attention during the Bethesda one, and not during the uh, Xbox one. I'll be snarkily tweeting away at that instead. <laughs> We did not do this right. No, we definitely planned this one wrong. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was Madden. Uh, uh, just more Madden. Madden is Madden-like. Yeah. There's going to be maddening stuff. And... But we had this... The bit that, that frustrated me, actually, and this was... 
a running theme through EA Play, and it's it really, really annoyed me was the amount of times they said we would get to see more at Gamescom in August. Yep. Now, okay, Gamescom is still a pretty big show. Uh, it's not as big as E3, but it's a pretty big show. It's a public-facing show. Everybody gets to go to Gamescom. Assuming you can get to Germany and can get tickets, you can go to Gamescom. But considering EA have made such a big deal about boycotting E3, but still having their stupid press conference E3 weekend... If they're just going to have a guy standing on the stage to say nothing else other than come to Germany in August, just cancel the fucking thing completely. Yeah. Well, they might as well just have an EA Play um, two weeks ago. Yeah. And then completely just go, well, we're not at E3 at all. There's no press conference that's guy that's uh, disguised as an E3 thing. And within the same city as E3, yep, like probably 200 feet down the road. Yeah, other side of the street from the convention center, almost certainly. They literally just... Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. Yep, I don't, I don't get it. I just... Nah. Ridiculous. But yeah, so, so that's uh, Madden. Um, what was after Madden? I can't remember. Battlefield 1 came next. Or rather, the bloke telling us that there were eight announcements of announcements. Oh yeah, there you go. We have eight things to talk about that they didn't really talk about. Yeah. (laughs) I do like how they cheekily uh, teased Battlefield 1, uh, not Battlefield 1, Battlefront 2, and then didn't fucking talk about it again until the end. Yep. That that did make me laugh. I quite like the uh, the the fact that he said some positive, some constructive. Yeah. That 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 tickled me a little bit, and then he decided to you know, you clue so? everyone in on the joke that he just made that no one seemed to understand in his mind. Yeah. I'm not sure he knows what euphemism means either. Nah, that's why he had to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That... <laughs> Some he jokes work everyone in these presses, and some don't, and most of those today didn't. They were quite painful. They clearly needed someone to be standing there with cue cards for the audience for clap, laugh, and or cheer stroke boo. <laughs> Old school applause uh, lights above his head. Yeah, because no one in the audience reacted. They were clearly too busy staring at their PC screens ready to play Battlefield or Battlefront or something. Yeah. Because for just for no apparent reason, no one was paying attention. It was fucking hilarious and <laughs> painful to watch because they clearly wanted a reaction, but yeah. they weren't getting throughout the entirety of the show. But more on that later. <laughs> yeah. Cut to YouTubers. Yeah. Who I don't know. and I mean, I, I assume some people know these guys. I'm guessing that these are they're famous for some they're famous for being good at marketing themselves playing games because they may not necessarily be good at the game and for the, from what I've seen so far uh, of YouTubers playing games and I can't say I have ever played against a YouTuber to my knowledge 
but I've seen plenty of people talk about how they've played YouTubers on FIFA in Ultimate Team in the Weekend League and such and say, yeah. well, I battered them 8-0. Well, it makes you wonder why someone like that has managed to become a YouTuber, whereas someone who's clearly better either A, hasn't tried, or B, has failed miserably. <laughs> it's all about the personality, isn't it? All about yeah. the personality. I have to admit, of all the guys that they showed in the little Battlefield 1 montage of YouTubers, the guy that got super excited about blowing up a jeep after jumping off a horse did kind of make me want to hunt him out and watch him because apart from the fact he looks like he wears nothing but Orange County Harley Davidson t-shirts, <laughs> he actually looks like he could be quite fun to watch. Yeah, the the ones who reacted to stuff that they did that was quite clearly an overreaction because they just did something that they thought was somewhat awesome, yeah. but just they don't know how to react to themselves. They have to forcibly overreact, like the bloke who took the plane down with the K-bullet. Yeah. It's like that dude clearly did not know what to do at that point in time, so he just decided to start squealing. <laughs> Bless him. But they... uh. So we thought they, they showed a little bit of Battlefield. They showed, well, they didn't show off, but they announced uh, night maps, didn't they? Yeah, two of them. I have to admit, you know, as much as I haven't played Battlefield One, and I do want to, uh, night maps in Battlefield have always been fun. I've always enjoyed the night maps in Battlefield, so I would, you know, I, I wouldn't be sad to finally get my hands on Battlefield One and have some dark maps to play on as well. Yeah. Well, if it's two night maps, but later on we get another DLC that's going to be six maps, why not have, um, or unless they, they haven't announced yet, but possibility of having nighttime on current maps? Not all of them, just maybe one or two. Mm. Just to just to pad the game out a little bit and say you can play in nighttime on... Um, one of the maps that I can't think of any of their names. Wow, we we, we sound uber professional right now. I, just, I don't play Battlefield One very often, or <laughs> I can't remember the last time I played Battlefield One. Um, there's one that's in a palace somewhere. Something palace, palace. Yes. I'll take your word for it, buddy. Yep, and that that would be quite cool at night time because, well. It's a palace, so palaces look cool with uh, lighting from the ground <laughs> rather than from above, uh, from the sky. But anyway, nighttime would be quite cool, not just for the maps that are being announced as nighttime maps, but maybe nighttime on current maps. Yeah, that would be fun. Maybe because, you know, they said again, we get to hear more at Gamescom, so maybe, yeah. they, maybe they give us more at Gamescom. So... The other thing that they announced about Battlefield 1 was In the Name of the Tsar, which is going to be six maps, um, including ones in snow. Cool. Uh, a new faction of Russians and the Woman's Death Squad. Yep. Or the, something. The first... Battlefield's first playable female character for multiplayer. I believe... Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. But we'll find out more at Gamescom. Yeah. I was very good, and I refrained from making any time of the month jokes on Twitter. I really wanted to make something. 
But I thought I might get into trouble, so I decided against it. Probably a good call. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so what did we have after that? Was Need for Speed after that? No, after that we got a little sizzle about um, competitive esports, sports, sporting for sporting. Oh yeah. That that little thing where they they showed off a bit of Madden, showed off a bit of FIFA, and people playing it at some kind of sports esports tournament thing, and they they talked about that guy who came out of nowhere apparently, but then won it overall. Oh yeah, I remember. And then they showed off that guy who won, and then tried to shake a dude's hand, who the other dude just walked away, and I for no reason could work out why someone would not shake someone's hand. You've just played and probably lost them at some form of, well sports game on your fucking xbox <laughs> he's right in front of you he wants to shake your hand you lost fucking get over yourself yep yeah. i don't know we're still a fickle lot apparently us gamers apparently we still don't have manners yeah or basic social skills or showers or showers <laughs> <laughs> oh dear yeah so after that little thing we got more about what's coming with the new FIFA including um, more stadiums apparently with more atmosphere and by atmosphere what it looked like they just had more flags <laughs> that they're clearly just painted on because it's a fucking stadium in the background <laughs> and the blazer blokes came out at that point and no fuck that <laughs> no we're not giving them any more time fuck them Yep. Fuck them and fuck Alex Hunter. Yep, fuck Alex Hunter. No one wants to be on season two. That, that fuck that you know what? That section where they started talking to all the um like footballers, pundits, managers, all kinds of different people about Alex fucking Hunter. And these guys get paid an awful lot of money week in, week out, to play football, right? And they're now being forced to talk to EA some bloke with a camera about some guy who doesn't actually exist. Yep. It just makes you feel just dirty. I'm I'm pretty sure that was mini coma number one. <laughs> there were several. Yeah. <laughs> like there wasn't enough snark in the world to keep me awake. But just I just sometimes I wonder what's up with the EA marketing team. Sometimes they just don't seem to know what the fuck they're doing, but other times they just they they come up with some pretty decent, cool and ideas, and then fuck it up Ms. royally with other things. Yep. They didn't need to announce the journey too. They didn't need to even need to need to announce FIFA 18. That fucker sells anyway. Yeah. It's a an annual franchise of possibly their biggest selling IP in the world. It's like when. Acti advertise Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. Although this time around they kind of needed to. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. We just kind of go, here's a new game. Buy it. Yep. <laughs> but I guess there's one cool thing came out of it, which is where they used a full-on mocap of uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, which I'm thinking is the first time they've actually done that for him. So, okay. yeah. Mocapping... Mo- Providing mocap for more and more players is better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because it's less robotic running around, more fluid design. 
Okay. Although it's quite funny seeing um, Raheem Sterling clearly has had mocap because he runs like a weird dinosaur. <laughs> Seriously, just pull up a YouTube video of Raheem Sterling running. He uh, he's like he puffs his chest out and he swings his arms around as he runs. Okay. Yeah, it's like a weird fucking dinosaur. <laughs> so, after our little FIFA sesh, we got onto another YouTuber who didn't know what the fuck he was doing and probably was internally screaming, Mom, I want to go home. Oh, he was definitely he, doing that. As he forgot every single one of his lines. Yeah. He did yeah. not do well. The, the, he, no. that, that shit needs to stop pretty quick. Luckily, get... <laughs> the game he was talking about seemed quite decent. Yeah. But if you're going to hire someone to do a job, hire someone who's going to do the job. Yeah. Not don't hire someone who's going to fuck up as soon as a camera's pointed at him. Despite the fact that his entire career, of his entire livelihood, of all he's famous for in the world, is doing stuff in front of a camera. Yep. How could you possibly fuck up that badly? That the dude that you end up interviewing clearly was begging you to just introduce him. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> We absolutely need to be invited to do this next year. Yeah, it's not like I've never fucked up my lines or anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it's not like we have recordings of it either. No. But yeah, but they were there to talk about Need for Speed. uh, Payback. Payback. I've just watched it and I was going to say Revengeance again. Yeah. I have to admit, it looks alright. I I was really snarky about it the other week when we were talking about it, but I kind of... I kind of fancy it. It looks fun. Yeah. After seeing the, the takedowns especially, they looked brutal. And yeah. the, the slow-mo that you got, which is clearly just for the story mode anyway, but... Yeah, it's... It looks interesting. Interesting enough that it helps that it's in the vault for free. Yeah. I might pick up Need for Speed whatever the fuck, the whatever they're calling that first one. 2015? Was it 2015 or 2016? You mean the one that's just called Need for Speed? Yeah. Vulnerable, the FMVs? Yep. Yeah. Uh, this this one's got more, just, there's clearly got more FMVs because I'm pretty sure I saw the bloke and that woman who's in the first one in the FMVs. So FMV t- makes me turn it off because <laughs> I fucking hated it in the, in the last one. Yeah. It was just cringeworthy. I couldn't get through it. Yeah. But the, the, because... game, the gameplay itself... I have to admit, looked really, really good, and I'm really quite excited for it. And it is very fast and furiously. I mean, I was very much expecting someone to yell "family" for some reason or another. <laughs> but uh, I'm guessing the way that they showed it off, the Koenig said Regara is going to be the 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 icon car. That's, I'm okay with that. I suppose I would. I will definitely give. I'll give payback it's six or ten hours whatever it gets on the vault and make a decision after that but assuming it's not complete shite i would be tempted to buy it yeah i will probably give it the the hours of uh of uh trial and then we'll probably end up waiting for it to go in the vault and then probably never play it at the other end yeah kind of like what i did for the most recent for the last need for speed yes yeah, <laughs> I, I i didn't even uh I didn't even get to the end of my trial for the last Need for Speed. 
I got to the first bit of FMV and turned it off. Yeah. So, after our little Need for Speed session, Need for Speed off, whatever the fuck, we went into the EA Originals, which I'm assuming is the EA indie development games because you can't really call them indie titles seeing as they're being put out by one of the biggest publishers in the world. Yeah, it's one of those weird things because they're, you know, they clearly are indies. They're being developed independently from EA, but EA are financing it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I think EA do try every couple of years to rebrand their their indie uh, output. And no one ever believes them. No one ever gives them time of day. But, you know, they do try. You have to give them that. They, you know, they gave Wasis Face money for Yarny the other year and... Yeah, you know they 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 try, and you you got to give them that for trying. And this this time around is no different. I don't think that that actually looks really fun. Yeah, the was it the a way out? It's called a way it? out. Yeah, basically, uh, third prison person, break the game. Yeah, third person prison simulator. Yeah, no, I, I I I do think that EA Originals is going to be a good idea, but it's. We're probably going to get this one game out of it from this one developer, and then we'll probably get a couple more games in the future that won't get anywhere near the same kind of hype, that will probably go into soft launches, and we'll probably end up only selling maybe 100 copies, and then they'll just sack them all off again, because and rather than let them get them to do more than one title. Yeah. But we can... Uh, I, I have high hopes for, for A Way Out. A Way Out looks like a lot of fun. I like the idea of that split-screen online, or just split-screen multiplayer, just in general. I do like the idea of it being couch co-op, but I'm a bit... It made me a bit sad that couch co-op is a thing to cheer now instead of a thing that's just there. Yeah. But it looks like the kind of game that I might be able to, you know, drag the missus into playing with me, which would be nice. Because, you know, because the other half doesn't play games, so it'd be nice to... It it does look like it's going to be like a, a simple point and just walk around... You don't need to be able to. Ver- you don't need to be good at playing games. No. You just need to kind of half know what it is that you're doing when you're holding a controller. Yeah. Just push thumbstick to walk in this direction. Yeah. And you know, if things get too complicated, you go so how you can be the one that hides in the box. I push out. Yeah. Box or you off. can you can be the guy that's walking around while I do all the interesting fun things. Yeah. You just you just watch out for guards and let me know. Yeah. So there's that dude who was super excited. Oh, bless him. Apart from the bit where he was so super excited, he forgot how to pronounce his own surname. <laughs> the, you know, I like watching enthusiastic people. Again, like the dude that, that done Unravel. Yeah. Like, he, bless him. He was crapping his pants the entire time he was on the stage, but he was so genuinely excited for what he was showing. and that you, you don't see enough of that with you know, the multi-million dollar advert fest that is E3 anymore. No. Well, apart from when Aisha Tyler gets on the screen. Well, yeah. After that, we got the Search for Extraordinary Experiences Division, or SEED, because everybody needs a buzzword. Just no. Uh, So you're not interested in a stealth team looking within their own teams to finding better teams to then make good teams out of better games no no I'm not couldn't care less <laughs> but stealth like ninjas yes 
I don't want game developing ninjas. I want <laughs> games about ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> and from after that, we got our first ever glimpse of Better with Scorpio. Yep. So we didn't even we didn't even get as far as the Xbox showcase to to hear <laughs> to find out that the Scorpio is be, is the best way to play games. We didn't get much though, did we? We just got you know Frostbite on Scorpio plus Madden. Yeah. You know, which to and, be honest, I'm quite happy with, and I will probably delay my Madden purchase this year until Scorpio until Scorpio comes out. Yeah. Well, the way that they showed off Scorpio with Madden makes me wonder what Scorpio is going to be like with other EA Sports titles, but there's probably more to be announced at Gamescom about that. Yeah. So, from after that, we got our initial glimpse of an, what looks like Xbox favoring game from Bioware called Anthem. Yeah. Which looks exactly how it should be for a game that's supposed to be a Destiny competition. Yeah, it looked Titanfall meets Destiny. Yeah, it, I was yeah I was gonna say it looked very Titanfall. Uh, our, our buddy Matt Lamborn said the, the exact same thing. Said it looks like Titanfall. So, a, a Titanfall RPG that's supposed to be a Destiny beta. So therefore, it's going to be a co-op online RPG extravaganza from our little glimpse of Anthem we moved on to some stuff to do with NBA Live 18 I didn't understand what was going on at all mini coma number two yeah I genuinely was as well I sat there staring at it going what the fuck am I watching this is awful and boring and no we're not the target audience for this. I'm not a basketball fan. I won't even pretend to know what any of the rules of basketball are. I barely know that there are certain famous basketball players. <laughs> but from what I gathered, from what they were showing off, was that apparently you can go into, when you're, when you're playing, it's not just about passing the ball around, bouncing it and running up and down the court. There, there are sections where it's you versus your opponent in essentially a one-on-one. Yeah. And you need to do stick prompts in order to get past them. Yeah. Which just seemed a little bit difficult to implement, for one, and completely useless in real-time or real-world use of uh, an NBA video game. Yeah. It's like the face-off in NHL games, but considerably more convoluted for no reason. Because the face-off in NHL games is literally you flick the stick in the direction that you want to push the puck. Yeah. Whereas this looks like you need to move your left stick to move your left hand and your right stick to move your right hand in the direction you want the hand to go and then hope that the other person doesn't move in that direction so then you need to bring it back again and play around the other side and hope they don't do it that way. <laughs> See, even that... Even you trying to explain it just made me fall asleep. I think I need a drink. That that was a lot of fucking words in one <laughs> sentence that just didn't make sense. I've run out of coffee already. I've left, I'm not going to get more. No. <laughs> we, we're nearly at the end. Yeah, we're done in a minute, so I'll I'll go get coffee afterwards. But yeah, the NBA Live 18. With the one. With, oh. I, I'm, I'll be honest. I don't know if the one was actually an Alex Hunter crap rip-off thing or if it was just what they're describing the new career mode 
However, I will say one thing. Uh, the one positive came out of NBA Live. Warm. They're bringing back the street. <laughs> if bringing back the street into NBA Live as a game mode is a precursor to future games, so Madden 19 has NFL Street in it, FIFA yeah. 19 has FIFA Street elements to it, that I'm okay with. Okay. That I will... I, I'm not going to go out my way and buy the games for that. I'm going to buy FIFA anyway because I do every year. But And I'm, I pick up Madden games when they go in the vault and I play them for however long it takes me to get bored around Super Bowl time. Yeah. But the street is absolutely a franchise that needs to come back because we haven't had a street game in fucking God knows how long, like 15 years. And the only reason they died is because the EA decided to drop off the EA Sports big franchise uh, team yeah. running point developers publisher section yeah. arm arm arm's the word yeah <laughs> yeah but if the one is isn't going to be just an Alex Hunter rip off thing then I'm assuming people are going to be happy because they didn't really show it off as it being Ed, the journey stroke long shot because the one just sounds like a completely stupid idea. And the dude was walking around with the one written on the back of his shirt. Yeah. Jersey. Vest? What do basketball players wear? I think they wear vests. Something. I don't know. Pajamas. Yeah. Basketball pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> Swiftly on, considering we know nothing about fucking basketball. No. They showed off the Play to Give, which is their, what, their charity, extraordinary, awesome, we give money away based on the number of people who play stuff with us on our games. Yeah. But to be fair, I did help out this time around because I didn't realize that it was actually to do with charity. It was just that there was a tournament on foot that yeah. was uh, that had a 45k pack reward, which I think it was uh, the week when the French League team of the season cards were available so I thought oh, I'll play that win five games against a professional difficulty AI yeah. and I might get a team of the season player from the French Leagues <laughs> I didn't but it was still nice to, to get a cut to get something Yeah, they literally did some charity work for a reward of my own game without realising I was doing charity work fair enough so they just they just announced more of the same for this year. I'm guessing they're just going to do more play to give stuff later on. Cool. Where they give money to charity based on things that happen. Fair enough. You, you can't knock it. You know, it doesn't matter how <laughs> how they do it. You can't knock a company for giving to charity. Everybody loves giving to charity, or rather, everybody likes to be seen to give to charity. Yeah. So, as the close of EA Play came about, we got how long? Like. And a half an hour to near so, 45 minutes it was worth about of 25 minutes worth of multiplayer of, of Battlefront 2. So they started with Battlefront 2, little chat about, and they finished with Janina Gavanka on the stage talking about how proud she was and that she brought her mum with her. <laughs> yeah, your mum. <laughs> Literally so, wrote her own your mum joke. Yeah. We're, yes, she's hot. And clearly that that's what she was hired to do, was to stand on a stage and be hot and get whistles from the crowd. I thought it was Olivia Munn when she first came out. Diet Olivia Munn. And then I was really sad that it wasn't Olivia Munn. 
um, then I wasn't interested anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're, they're both very attractive women. Mm. I'll, 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 I'll say that much, and then we'll move swiftly on so that we're not <laughs> just another podcast perving over women. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 20, yeah, 25 minutes of multiplayer. Okay, so you, we, we had uh, John Boyega come on and tell us that we were going to get to play as Finn and a couple of others as free DLC after the game comes out. But yeah, 25 minutes of multiplayer. 25 minutes of you essentially watching a Twitch stream that wasn't even really a Twitch stream. Yeah. I mean, was... I, I know I'm in the minority, and I know a lot of people watch a lot of Twitch streams, and I know a lot of it's about the community and things like that. And literally as we speak, because I made digs at, the, at Twitch streaming while the multiplayer thing was on on Twitter, yeah. and a buddy of mine has made a point of correcting me and saying it's not just about the games, it's about the community and the streamer and things like that. And I understand that. It's just not for me. I, I barely have time to play my own games, let alone watch other people play. And I just spent 25 minutes watching several people that I don't know playing Battlefront 2 multiplayer. Yeah, a game that is not out yet, is in pre-alpha stage, and was a single battle that you got to watch, I don't know, 40 people playing, but they only seemed to highlight like six of them. Yeah. So the, these are supposed to be some of the best people in the world at playing Battlefront, and they just decided, oh, yeah, we'll just show off these six, because these six are the ones that we're going to advertise. The best. <laughs> the best of the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I don't... I, I watched the stream and I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I fancy picking up Battlefront 2 and I will give it a go, but I don't know, mate. I, I don't want to ignore it because it looks like fun, but I'm also worried about the longevity of it and if I spend, you know, 50 quid on a game after I've played the single player, will the multiplayer keep me occupied? Because I'm not sure it will. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I'm going to throw this one out there. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, as anyone who has previously listened to this would know, or anyone who knows me, or anyone who knows Brooker, because he probably just rolls his eyes whenever someone mentions Star Wars and says, just go talk to John or pretty, something. Pretty much you or Steve from Foul Critics. Yeah. <laughs> but The Clone Wars was is a huge thing for me. I loved The Clone Wars. I thought The Clone Wars was probably the best best collection of story arcs in Star Wars. Okay. So to see stuff from the Clone Wars, car- characters from the Clone Wars, um, just in general stuff happening that featured, well, the Republic clones versus the droids of the Separatists is a big thing for me. It epitomized why I don't watch Twitch streams and or esports. <laughs> but... I really, really, really want to give it a go. Really fancy giving it a go. I'll wait and see. Yep. More to be seen at Gamescom. More to be seen at Gamescom. It's a good tagline for this episode. Yeah. So. But I guess that's that's it for what we what we found from EA because they really didn't show off a lot apart from that things are coming from you know to pay more attention at Gamescom. Yeah. Another, so uh, 
another episode, another another show where pretty much everything could have been predicted yesterday. Didn't really need to watch it, and I could have gone to bed an hour ago, and it wouldn't have been a problem at all. That's the uh, the end of our quick E3 extravaganza of uh, the EA Play that wasn't really at E3. So we're going to be back again tomorrow. About all about Xbox, I believe, is the next one. Yeah, so this time tomorrow, as we record, this time tomorrow, the Xbox show is on. Uh, probably loads of Scorpio and more EA stuff because all better on Scorpio. Follow us on Twitter at Character Unlock because one of us will be live tweeting the shows and we will then quickly do a podcast for that one afterwards. Character Unlock was presented by Andrew Brooker and John Miller with music provided with permission from Miracle of Sound from the track A Dog's Life. Character Unlock is recorded for failed critics and is a part of the failed media network of podcasts along with Field and Mullinger's Underground Nights and the Failed Critics Film Podcast. And you can check us out at failedcritics.com or find us on Twitter at Character Unlock. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.